You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, good morning. Welcome in to a hump day edition of Inside the Locker Room. It's the Wednesday edition, 205-342-9904. If you'd like to jump in on the show with us this morning, our X accounts at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email address for the show, wimpandberry at yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone or uh, your tablet there, and you can uh, send us messages throughout the show, but also listen to anything uh, here on Tide 100.9. You can also catch us on 1230 AM uh, WTBC. Before we get started, we want to thank Yellowwood. It's that time of year again. The honeydew list is growing, and the projects are adding up. The time is right to build that new fence deck pergola You've been dreaming about it, and there's no better product than Yellowwood brand. Pressure treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection from rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks, so you know your project will last for years to come. Head on down to that local dealer, and remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, guys, you don't want to. we got Justin Jones with us behind the glass this morning. Good morning, Justin. How are you, sir? Doing good. Good morning. Good, good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? I'm doing fine. Hold on, I'm gonna get my. You don't sound like you're doing. I'm fine. present. I'm present. I'm uh, here. All right. Uh, the current system is not working in college football. Uh, I was reading this morning, Dad, that Florida State yep. has 24 yep. people, yep. 14 that were on that were Depleted. starters, Depleted. are not played in this for either a transfer portal or they're going to the draft. Coach we have that. screwed up college football yeah, with coach the way said we've that done this. Time ago. Yes, yes. He said that, that but uh, that was one of the things I was going to say. FSU is deplete as a depleted roster. So people that don't study and look at it just pick up turn the television on and see it. I knew Florida State wasn't any good. That's people that don't know, but it's okay. Tonight and this afternoon not and to, this afternoon that the some better games will come on board for Virginia Tech who has not won the last four bowl games they played in. I think it's right. That plays Tulane. Tulane's Lost their coach. They've got a good team. That's a 1 o'clock game. I believe that might be 12-hour time. I'm not sure uh, on that, uh, but uh, ESPN will bring it. North Carolina and Virginia, West Virginia will play at 4.30 and uh, Louisville. And uh, Southern Cal will play. Southern Cal, will be, be, be a Fox game at, uh, at uh, 7 o'clock. And Texas A&M. Uh, we'll play Oklahoma State, uh, one of the SEC teams playing uh, tonight at 8 o'clock. So you've got four games to watch if you would like to watch uh, football tonight. Basketball, the 29th, uh, Kentucky will play Illinois State, and LSU will play Northwestern State uh, before we get ready to go into Saturday's play where Alabama will play in Birmingham and and Auburn will uh, will play uh, Liberty, and Auburn will play uh, Chattanooga that night. Uh, 
so that's about it. Alabama signed a, a player named Dion uh, Reed, who has a who actually is from Georgia, played in California, got it down Georgia and Florida State and Alabama. Supposed to be a hot shot forward uh, that they get getting him. Mac Jones, who has been sitting this year, uh, I thought maybe you might be interested in this. Not a whole lot to talk about. Uh, has a contract has a contract or signed a contract fifteen million five hundred eighty six dollars. Uh, he has one more year on that contract, which will give him two million seven hundred eighty-five thousand. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, offensive coordinator said he's he's fine. He's going to be okay. So he's still making a lot of money, but he has one more year guaranteed on that big contract that he got to start with. And I would imagine somebody would pick him up before that. And I don't know what's going to happen with the Patriots. Uh, we're not a big pro sports show, but. Uh, not sure exactly what's going to happen. Alabama arrived yesterday. Uh, they will. They practiced yesterday after they arrived, and um, they're all uh, ready to go. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes in the game on the uh, four o'clock. Our game, our time, I believe, on next Monday. I imagine we'll be off. Hopefully, we'll be off Friday too. But I'm not sure, Barry. Let me know about that. So outside of that, uh, we welcome your calls. If you have something you want to talk about that's interesting, um, we will listen to what you have to say. I will say this. Um, I study, I do that a lot. I studied the basketball schedules of not all the teams. I think Alabama and Kentucky will end up about 14-4 and four, uh, in the SEC basketball thing. It's just a guess. You can get me when I, when it's over with you. Crazy, so and they, they may, and I thought maybe Tennessee might end up thirteen and five. Although Tennessee's picked to win it, I could be dead wrong on those three predictions. But that's just fun to predict them. That's it. Uh, also, in the transfer portal news, this is probably not this is old news, I'm sure, but uh, Ole Miss got the number one yeah. uh, transfer, Walter Nolan, who's from. Uh, I was trying to see where he was from. He's from. I understand. Uh, I'm trying to, trying to. He's from Powell, Tennessee. But I guess my point with this is, uh, Ole Miss is ten and two. Uh, we've always thought that I don't know that he was his primary recruiter. Though the Pete Goldie was always been a good recruiter, uh, and so they're you know uh, be the defensive coordinator over there to land the number one uh, defensive tackle or defensive lineman. Uh, in the portal, we already know how good Lane Kiffin is, but uh, Pete Gold and his staff doing it in recruiting over at Ole yeah. Miss. Uh, and I'm also meant to mention while you're bringing that up and talking about the transfer. Um, most of you know that uh, they, they brought in the deep, the head, the uh, defensive coordinator from Penn State to Duke, I believe is correct, and they just hired Texas State. Played last night and won. Uh, they hired the defensive coordinator from Texas State. From Texas State at Duke yesterday, so we'll see how Duke goes um, with with what they've been doing. Um, you know, when you look at this Florida State deal, here's a team that's thirteen and zero, uh, and you got a lot of their players leaving. Uh, so I, I don't know if they're frustrated. Say, man, we're thirteen and zero. We're here at Florida State. We can't even make the playoffs. I'm out of here. Uh, some of them are saying. Well, it's good a year as we could ever have. I'm going pro. You got an injury or two there. 
but this team is 13-0. They're going to yep. play Georgia, in the, aren't, and they can't even retain their yep. players. Well, uh, what, what do we do about this in college football? Barry, I don't know. And the other factor, too, is that and you, the people might not understand. It's going to affect recruiting because the guys get it down to their school, another school in Florida State, and the other guy goes in there trying to get them away from Florida State. So they, they're not going anywhere. We know we got we did this, we did that. It's a killer form in recruiting. It's a killer form now with uh, uh, being, not being able to, to compete uh, in the Orange Bowl. Uh, the Orange Bowl won't uh, their their attendance will be way down. And uh, I don't know how you know. Coach said, you know, we're going to affect the bowls when we do what we're going to do. And and uh, I didn't know it was going to affect it. They didn't, I didn't think about it. Um, you know, everybody around here is excited because Alabama got in. I've, I've said Alabama should have gotten in. I'm, no, I'm not arguing about it. I'm just saying that it was a hard, it was a hard deal on, on them. And, and uh, I think it's, I think it's destroyed their program for some time. Um, what is Nick Saban and his staff, uh, Justin, Dad? What are they doing differently? Uh, you had Bryce Young and. What's the guy's name that played for? Is that the uh, with the uh, Houston that was? What, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Receiver Mechie. No, 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 no. The guy who went pro last year with uh, the, the defensive end that was here at Will Alabama. Anderson. Yeah, Will Anderson. You had Bryce Young and Will Anderson. No reason to play in that bowl game last year. But here's two guys that were uh, going to be top five. There was a picks. reason. They're, they're guys. But I'm saying these guys could have gotten a little NIL money. I mean, Bryce Young and Will Anderson are going to make millions. And for some reason, Nick Saban's able and their staff's able to get their guys yeah. to continue to play. Is that the culture? But you would think Florida State has good culture. Yeah, but that, that's behind the scenes big money. Dr. Pepper put a lot of money in that game. Does hmm. FSU have good culture? I don't, maybe they don't. I mean, a lot of their guys this year were transfers to begin with. So, well, Mac, Mac, I mean, Mac, we see a lot Mac of the Howell transfers go to today. a team and then immediately transfer out. Maybe that's just how a lot of these athletes are thinking now. Well, that's the first question you can ask him, Barry. I don't know if it's fair to say Florida State. I think it's college football's culture. Uh, you know, Alabama's got – Maybe something special going here. Uh, you, you you see that uh, Georgia, there's a couple of their big-time players didn't get off the plane. Brock Bowers and the other uh, receiver there that, that had ankle surgery. You know, I don't know if that's the deal where they're leaving them back home because they can get more rehab or if they're going to opt out as well. I would not blame Brock Bowers for opting out. I so, uh, but uh, But – you know, that's a little bit – well, because he's coming off the injury. I think if Bryce Young was coming off an injury or Will Anderson was coming off an injury, those guys are sure-fire top ten picks. Uh, those guys probably would have held out as well. well but uh, I don't know. You, don't, you know, you just don't have the excitement on even on Georgia's side. Georgia's they've, – they've handled themselves, I think, okay, uh, having been disappointed by getting beat by Alabama. But uh, you just – the excitement is – even if Florida State were to be at full strength, uh, you just don't have an exciting game. It's happened to fall that way of 29 straight wins and Alabama beating them. So, um, well, this is uh, has a lot to do with the portal. These guys, uh, they got to find a new school, so they're not going to waste time playing with their bowls. They got to get packed up, figure out where they're going. So if they're, if they're spending time getting ready for the bowl, so you can thank the transfer portal yep. you can, for that. Uh, this is why these guys are dropping. The early signing period, in my opinion, is not great. Uh, you get, you know, 
try to do it after. But uh, anyway, uh, it is what it is. All right, we'll take the break here. We got a couple phone calls coming in. We got uh, Max Owl right this morning. Uh, that at seven thirty. Is that correct, Max Owl? That is correct. All right, it's Max Owl, and then. Uh, Bill Cameron will join us in the second hour. We'll find out uh, how Auburn with their roster looks like as they head up to Nash, Vegas. Uh, Royal Cleaners, they want to take great care of you. They do it for me. They'll come right to you, pick up all the cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. If you want to drop off three locations, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, Northport, or 4851 Rice Mine Road, drop off this morning, pick up tomorrow. Give them a call today, 205 391 Zero zero three four. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things are going pretty good on the roadways this morning. I do see some congestion on Skyland at 69. If you see conditions, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at towns and Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Wednesday morning. The tasing of handcuffed Michael Washington in the Pickens County town of Reform earlier this month by a female police officer has not only sparked protests, but also legislation. State Senator Marika Coleman is proposing two versions of a bill, a civil version and a criminal version that would prohibit officers from tasing someone who is restrained. Video of that incident has gone viral. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage throughout the day. It's absolutely free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hi. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partly sunny after some patchy fog today. Chance of a light shower overnight. The daytime high near 56. Tonight, mostly cloudy with an overnight low near 31. And for your Thursday, a sunny start. The clouds thicken during the day. It'll be colder with a high of 44. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 40 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If you're going to build, build it last. If you go to yellowwood.com, put your zip code in, it'll pull up the closest dealer to you. You can go pick up uh, the great uh, Yellowwood. Always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. All right, get to the Yellowwood hotline and get uh, Philip in. Good morning, Philip. Good morning. Good morning. Y'all have a great Christmas. Uh, Dad, how are you? How you, Philip? Good, good. Hey, uh, Dad, I just want to talk about the portly. To me, it's um, it's just such an enemy. It's like a, a, a uh, an enemy that they that college football put on itself, and I, I don't quite get that. Um, you know, like you said, you've got coaches now having to recruit basically every day of the year, yeah, because that that portaling window is so huge, especially the one that we have now. It's three weeks long. Yeah, um, the schools can never stay on top of it because of the the length of the windows. 
so I think the only way to con- control that, I think they and I think they've got to come up with some, con- some controls because it's killing the game, and they're going to have to work in some sort of financial uh, compensation. I think from school to school when these when these kids do this, I think that'd slow it up. And and I don't know what if they if you know if they've changed things academically. Normally, like when you transfer, you used to lose a ton of hours. I haven't heard one guy uh, try to transfer and not be academically eligible. You know because they don't have enough hours transfer because you're supposed to have so many hours towards a degree. You never hear that anymore uh, about anything academically. It's like they want to transfer, they can get in, and I, I don't I mean I don't know that all their hours are taken, but. Uh, I understand the graduate stuff, but uh, this undergrad stuff is ridiculous. Uh, well, the University of Colorado president actually commented this week about, uh, you know, how it's taken all the focus away from academics. You never, you never hear academics anymore. You just talk. You just hear about players portaling from one school to the next. Nothing to do about academics. Yeah, uh, you know. There may be, I think Dad mentioned that maybe Dr. Pepper put some money in a couple of Alabama players' pockets, uh, you know, because they want uh, the best players in the game. Um, I, I don't know. I'm sure they would have done that for some of those Florida State guys possibly to keep the game. But maybe that wasn't as big of a – they're not as big of a draw and big as a brand as what those two kids at Alabama were. But there may be a way – to do it uh, with some guaranteed money for guys, uh, you know, and tie it to the NIL. I don't know what the answer is, but I don't. Are you excited about any bowl game other than the the, the semifinal games? I think that's what Nick Saban said all along. Barry, I'll tell you, Barry. I I am normally one of those guys that I love watching the bowl games. I have not watched a single <laughs> bowl game yet. Yeah. I had it on last night. I couldn't even. I guess Kansas ended up winning. Dad said, but I didn't watch one play. Uh, could, that yeah, could care I less. just can't get into it, and and that's sad. That's yeah. sad because I used to love to watch it, and but I, I don't love to watch it anymore. And so that's dangerous. And I mean, if if I'm that way, think of how many other millions of people are that way. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, Philip, we appreciate it, my man. Appreciate y'all. All right, back up to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Tom in. Good morning. Ooh, Tom is gone. Um, I don't know, Dad. Are you? Uh, do you are you guys excited about watching these games? I mean, I don't care anything about watching Florida State and Georgia now. Based on what's happened, there hasn't been any games that have intrigued me. I guess maybe when the SEC teams play, I'll want to watch it. Uh, but have you been excited about this bowl season? No, I think, I think what happens now is that when we go to 12 teams, the 12 teams in the playoffs, that will be the bowls. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, this is, we're, we're, in a, we're in a rut year of where we have teams that we're not that interested in. We're all interested in Alabama naturally and the two teams who will be the national champion this year. But we're in kind of a ruddy year. and Next year, the 12 teams will be the bowls. And uh, that's what we'll look to in the there is any other games outside of that? It, it it'll, it'll drop way down. Uh, Justin, you are you a bowl watcher now? Are you looking forward to watching these bowls? Is there any other game that you says, man? I just got to make sure uh, whatever we're doing, other than the Texas, Washington, and Alabama, Michigan, we understand those two. Is there any other games you just say, man? I've got to make sure I want to watch the uh, Clemson. 
Kentucky game because I want to see if Dad hits his blue plate. But other than that, I could care less. No, I think that's one I might tune into is Kentucky and um, Clemson. I still want to see Georgia just uh, demolish FSU. <laughs> I don't really care that they don't have their players. Um, I'm, I, this might sound bad, but I know what would happen is FSU fans would sit there and try to make excuses, and I would just love it. I just want to see. I feel it. sorry for my man Mike Brown. Though think about that. You oh, go, I, I feel sorry for the coach. He's done a good job. Yeah, you go thirteen and zero, and at, since that you get snubbed, whatever for the playoff. Your school is suing the conference, and now twenty-something player of your player, you hadn't had one good thing happen since uh, <laughs> since you went thirteen and zero. Uh, I, I don't know. It's a they were at the top of college football, and now they're down there, and everything's negative if around. You're the a, if you're Mike Norvell, you're going. I'm never winning this conference ever again. <laughs> Nothing yeah, good ever happens. Yeah. <laughs> so you got the whole conference mad at you you got the commissioner mad at you uh you got players leaving and you're suing the conference not a lot of good things going on in tallahassee right now well if I, i'm not i don't i'm not saying things justin i hate i hate it for them I like, I like i like college football to be good i, I don't i don't you know you can brag on alabama all you want to and they've done well but i don't see a like to see a football team that fights every you know, it's fought all the years to really be pretty good and Bobby Bowden was there for you for some of y'all were born. It was good league and we'll have Max on in a minute and and um talk about it. But uh I I don't really I don't really like to see them that low and have the bowl game that bad. Yeah. Well, but, well. I don't mean to completely hate on them. I think what's happened though is because of all of this stuff on the outside with the conferences and them trying to get out, they've kind of dug themselves in a deeper hole. But because it's FSU and their brand is just so large, I think it's one of the biggest in college football. I think give it three to four years and they'll be back and yeah, they'll be well, fine. If you if if it had been FSU and Alabama had left out, you couldn't you wouldn't have had enough telephones <laughs> for the telephone right. calls to, to come in here. You talk about having a hot radio show. It would it had been one after another. I am interested in I don't like the time of the game. I I don't know. Some reason I like to watch Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin. I don't know why. Uh they play Penn State. So I'm interested. And I want to see Missouri, Ohio State. That that's one I would like to I want to watch that one, see if Missouri, you know, Ohio State. But I could care less about Auburn, Maryland. Uh Wisconsin, LSU is not intriguing. Iowa, who's awful offensively. Uh, why is that game, Dad? Iowa and Tennessee. Explain this one to me. Iowa's horrible offensively. Why is that game only seven and a half? I don't know. That's the reason I'm blue plating it. <laughs> there you go. You give me another, you just gave another blue plate. Uh, seven and a half. Iowa playing against something's not right. Uh, something is not right there. I would take Tennessee. Tennessee yeah. when they throw it and, and, and boy, they, the quarterback's not as good as it has been. But I think they're hard to prepare for in a short period of time. By the time you give your kids off some and you just have them practices that they're like, you know, not whatever, uh, not as good as probably they should be, the Tennessee is a hard team to to prepare for because of the way they play. That's my opinion, so we'll see. And then there's uh, realistically, Justin, that how many points do you all think Alabama scores on Michigan? 
Dad, how many points will Alabama score on Michigan? Oh, I think you'll score uh, in the low 20s. So the over-under is at 44 and a half. Yeah, that's right what I was now. looking at. I have no idea. What I think it is. It's 44 under. and a half. I think it's under. I think Alabama gets around 20-something, and then Michigan may have 14. Okay, so you think you're going under on the 44 and a half. Hmm. Interesting. All right, uh, we'll take the break here. We'll get back to Sal, and we'll talk all college football uh, with Max. Before we do it, though, I want to thank two men in a truck. They're at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to get prepared for this big move. It's a local move out of town, out of state. These guys can handle it. They'll handle your stuff. They'll take great care of you. If you just need two guys to come out there and help you get everything put back into place, 205 247-5050. That is two men in a truck. Movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways this morning. I do see some congestion on Skyland at 69. If you see conditions, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. The two winningest programs in college football history collide. Jada, look, he's got it. wide open. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. It's Saban versus Harbaugh. It's the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Michigan Wolverines in the college football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl. Our coverage starts at 1 this Monday on your home for Alabama football. Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Yellowwood, pressure treated fine from Great Southern. Going to build the fence, the deck, the pergola. You want to build it to last. Go to yellowwood.com. Find the dealer that is closest to you. And always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. All right, right to the Yellowwood hotline. He's a former assistant football coach at uh, Florida State, uh, Ole Miss, a radio personality throughout the Southeast. Joins us normally every Monday, but we had Christmas on Mondays. We... He was uh, happy enough to, or kind enough to join us this Wednesday. Good morning, Max. Max Howell. Good morning, Max. How are you? Hey, Max. Good, great, guys. How y'all? How y'all this morning? Fine. We're good. Um, we um, been discussing the tragedy, not the tragedy, but the the problems that uh, FSU has now. It's, it's going to hurt the recruiting. They've had people opt out to not play in the bowl game. Um, suing the conference, um, I feel sorry for them. It's destroyed their program. I, to what extent? Now, that's the question I'm asking you. Can they bounce back in two or three years? What what's what's going to happen here, Coach? I think mainly the thing is that they're going to have to regroup internally. Uh, you know, I've I followed that program since I was on the staff there. Of course, they've under Coach Bow to ultimate success, but. They've had some other people come in. And the problem I think I've mentioned before is handled a little bit different than most. They have a, a, a lot of influence from the outside of that program. The university, of course, they represent the university, but a lot of those financial decisions made outside the, the athletic department. So I think that's probably one of the things. That they, they have not been happy in there for several reasons. One is, is, is for the surface, as we know, 
is the financial split from the networks. Uh, they, they kept theirs at thirty billion, and that's a long term contract. I believe they got like another thirty years or whatever hooked up. And how they how they work, you know walked into that, I don't know. Uh, we were independent when I was there. If you remember, that was the vote whether they become the SEC or where else they would go. But who the Eagles made that decision? Uh, what Coach Bout did? Uh, he chose to go with the ACC. And I think part of that is the you know the strength of the conference as compared to the SEC and the Big Ten. I think I think it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that's caused them to get to this well, point. Well, I want to butt in just yeah. to yeah. Uh, yeah go ahead. The NIL the NIL is so important, and when sure. it looks like this, they don't get the money behind this across uh, outside of the university from donors now that buy players right. with, and that's really a killer yeah. in, for recruiting. No doubt, it is because of the personality conflicts within that group. Uh, I mean, it, it's it, it, it's hard to explain the, the way I've never seen another university operate exactly that way. Uh, to have that much influence from the outside, and then some of those guys can't get along either. Uh, <clears throat> so I say all that to say, you know, I think we're going to have to just watch, sit back and watch. And they made their decision. I, I'm not real sure before any final decisions made about pulling out of the conference. I, there may be some negotiation there. I don't know. Depends on how good the lawyers are. Teams. Where would they go? But, uh, they'd probably, probably go back to independent to start with. Uh, that would be the first couple of three years. Is it, you know, then they may pick up somebody. The SEC didn't need them. They got far already. Yeah. And, uh, uh, that's one of the reasons. That's the, the, you know, the big cap off for them. Uh, and they took the ACC, uh, well, who they did, as an alternative uh, to you know to want to to, to go to a major, a major conference, mm. but without without Clemson Miami, really, there's not a whole lot left to that conference. Really, oh. as far as competition concerned, so I don't know. I'd ask you a question. I think we're just going to sit back and watch. I feel the same way you do. I think it's a it's a detriment to the program right now. Uh, I don't know. I don't have any idea. But projection how I'm not that close to them anymore, but I do have. A, still have a few contacts in there that I talked to, and they're just as confused as everybody else is. I think it's just, a, you know, a, another handful trying to make a major decision now, but they've got the administration behind it. Isn't it amazing, though? Uh, one injury has led to all this, to be quite honest <laughs> yep. with you. If, if this kid doesn't get hurt, they're in the playoff, they're not suing the conference, uh, these yep. guys aren't opting out. <laughs> now, those guys Very may true. have gone pro, but they would have waited till uh, the final four was over. So the injury and then the decision of the committee, which I think was right, uh, to put yep. Alabama okay. in over Florida State, has completely looks on the outside looking in derailed the program. Where if that kid doesn't get hurt and they go in, man, they are rolling. Uh, Max, it's it's yep. amazing how just one thing can really take what was a magical season and turn it into complete negative surrounding that program. You know, and what's so I think sad about it, they won those two ball games. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that was a, I think that was. Now they look awful doing it. Now I sit there and watch both of them. But they, you know, they didn't have a lot of zip about them. But they they had enough talent on the field to win it. They on the defensive side. Yeah. So, I, you know, I understand both sides. I understand where they're coming from. You know, they play they they played by the rules per se. The committee chose not to because you know somewhere in that says the best top four best teams. They certainly weren't one of them at the end of the season uh, without their quarterback uh, <clears throat> that has taken them that far. So. Uh, I don't know. I, it's almost like you sit back and say, 
first of all, how does they get this far? Yeah. And second is, what is the answer? I mean, that's where we all scratch our head, right? And I, if I had to guess, God, they don't know either. They, this is a stab in the dark. I think the bottom line is they try to bring attention to the inadequacy of the SEC itself. Uh, you know, the way they got the money split off the in the long-term contracts. I, I don't ever remember hearing a contract that's 30-something years old. Uh, that's that's almost impossible, to I think, to live up to. But it's there. It, uh, they draw the line in the sand. And, you know, I, we just all have to sit back and wait and see. Because he was because he was with you this is the reason I'm asking the question. Uh, Dion and that group uh, to me have been a one hit wonders, a one year yeah. wonder. They lost seven six or seven games. They got a lot of money, uh, but they, Colorado football had a son that coached out there. Colorado football didn't have a lot of money. They've got money now because the people that got went crazy about them. But uh, they've lost three or four coaches. The players are telling the other players, "Don't come unless you, you know, better be good." It is that's kind of way he's always acted a little bit to me. Am I wrong about that? Kind of. No, you're, you're right. It's, it's, it's all about him. I mean, he's he, he made no, you know, he made no secret of that. He would he play, but he could live up. You know, you know what his favorite saying? Hey, if you could do it, it ain't bragging. And he yeah. could everything he said. Yeah. He could I mean, sure. put him on the field. Guys, I'm telling you, you've never seen an athlete like that. Yeah. Six foot, 190 pounds, zero body fat, 46 inch vertical. Uh, I mean, he could do things that humans could do, most of them. And uh, and I think I think that's fed that ego through the years. And, and I think it's going to be a, somewhere along the line. This might be it, a reality check point. Uh, <clears throat> what they won, what they win four, I believe, in lost eight. Uh, and I think his goal was to try to win seven the first year. So I think he'll last another year or two out there, because uh, he is a he is a generator. He, it, that those money that money keeps coming. I believe I read somewhere where the publicity alone was was estimated at a hundred million dollars that he brought into that university. Hmm. So uh, you're right; they didn't have. It's not easy to get in school out there either. They got high academics too. It's not easy. They do. Yeah, that is. Uh, it, it, but they didn't even have enough money in their budget when they signed this contract. But now he raised that money came in, and of course it's you know it's there now as you, you bought it out. So I, that's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, I don't. I think he'll slow down a little bit on the BBB thing, but uh, he's got a he's been successful everywhere he's been, and I think in his mind he's got a you know he's got a plan that he's going to try to work, even if it means going through a lot of people, coaches and players. I think he's going to continue with that player until reality hits you, baby. All right. Uh, we're talking with Max Howell. Max, let's turn our attention uh, to next Monday, uh, 4 o'clock, Alabama-Michigan. Michigan's still a two-point favor, so I guess Michigan people have more money in Alabama because they seem to be betting on their team. Um, right. Michigan with a really good defense. The over-under is 44-and-a-half, uh, which you know seems kind of low, uh, but maybe not because Michigan holds people down uh, so much. What do you What do you see here in this game? What are some of the keys in this football game for Alabama to win it? I think Alabama, if they, if they, if they keep with a game plan that I've seen up to down, if they try to just keep running the ball, Alabama stack the, stack the line. They'll put eight on the front. And they'll stop the run. Michigan cannot beat Alabama unless they throw the football. And I don't know how good they are because they have never had to do that. They, the talent level is above, you know, above what's in the Big Ten right now. They got to the you know, 
they got an unstated season. They got the, the, the number one slot because of that. Uh, of course, some rumors behind the scene about Harbaugh. Does he stay or not? I think that's always been there. Uh, and so, yeah, because he's, he's, been, uh, he's been suspended at least twice, I know, from games on the sidelines in the last couple of years. So uh, that's good. that may play a, 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 probably an insignificant part. But the game on the field, Alabama's been there before. You know, the thing I told you before that, that just jumped out at me was that first interview. And he looked at the camera and they congratulated him on getting there. And he ran up there to play Alabama. His first sentence was, you know, we had never beat Alabama. So <laughs> I don't know where I would sit there. I don't know where that would be my opening remarks or not. But the fact is, it's a reality. Uh, I like Alabama. With, and I think in low-scoring situation, I think Alabama, you know, will have a, a great mixture on the road pass offense. Melrose, and I heard Coach Saban the other day, said every one of those plays that, that Melrose breaks out of the pocket, uh, not all of them just just instant replays for him. Uh, those are, some of those are designed uh, quarterback draws, but they come off of, of a pass route, <clears throat> even though it may not be the first choice. So I think all of that comes together. Uh, Alabama's accustomed to playing at that level and playing for championships. They left yesterday. I think they already in California. Coach Saban took them out to you know to get them ready for the environment, and, uh, which I thought was a very smart move. How Michigan handles all that is going to be interesting to see. I think Alabama probably wins by six or maybe ten points. Yeah, yeah. you think Washington? Uh, you know, Washington's a little bit of a to to really casual football fans, uh, uh, kind of a little bit of an unknown. But the real football guys. This guy's done a good job with his team, and they, they're they're hard. I, I think that Texas may win, but Washington's yeah. pretty tough. Yeah, I, I think, but I think it's another one of those things. Washington had been there before in that environment. Uh, it's been a long time since Texas has to the truth. But uh, you know, I like I like Texas, and that I I really hope it's a rematch between Alabama and Texas for the championship. I don't think that will be one heck of a football game. Uh, it'll be not not only the fact is. That that Sarkeesian has been on Alabama staff before, but he's doing a good job. Even when they lost their quarterback, they still was able to win. So I, I think that was it, it, yeah. Washington themselves. You know, the Big Twelve majority of their you know their games this past year has been with the Big Twelve. They've not had to had to really come from behind and, and play a hard football game and win. And they certainly, I think, well, that'll be presented to them when they line up against Texas. Uh, looking at the other SEC teams, uh, I was asking Dad. Um, Iowa, uh, who's really good defensively, not much offense there. They are ten and three though. Uh, the line is seven and a half against Tennessee, who's supposed to be uh, an offensive juggernaut. Uh, how do you see this game going, uh, Max? I think Tennessee will probably throw it thirty or forty times just because of that. Tennessee, uh, but see. I I thought at the beginning of the year, I thought Hypo had that program really at the level. Then I saw him go to Florida and just lay an egg down there. Of all games to do that with, Florida's not a very good football team on top of that. So they've had their ups and downs. I think it's going to depend on how they get them ready and really the mindset that, that Hypo could get them in to play a team like that. That, as you said, they, you know, they aren't going to score very much. I would, would be surprised if a lot of the scoring did come off the deep. Off the defensive stop, they get a pick or they return a punt or something like that. They, their offense just you know, doesn't match where they are to win the Big Ten uh, or to at least represent the Big Ten. So, you know, I, I, I like, I'd like to say Tennessee could win it, but I, I'm really concerned 
Bart Tittle say because nobody knows what you know what type of program is going to show up. What team is going to show up to play them in that environment? Auburn, uh, Auburn is uh, down to one. Oh, no, they got two quarterbacks. One of them dropped off. Uh, play, playing uh, Maryland, I think. Uh, mentally, you got to get Auburn re ready to play because the quarterback in Maryland's not playing. Uh, they can read the paper. They can read the papers too. Um, <laughs> what kind of game are we gonna have there? Well, you know, one thing about Hugh Freeze, Coach, we we never said he could coach. I mean, everything everybody's ever said he's he's been able to pull them together and make you know make things happen for them. I mean, we saw that against Alabama. We saw it against Georgia for, for what Auburn did. So I, you know, I think they'll come to play. I think they'll win that football game. I believe they'll. Okay. I believe they'll buckle down and, and come through and win. I don't think it'll be a, a flashy win or a big score, but I think they come away with a win. I think he, Hugh Freeze, can inspire a bunch to, to play better than they are, and I think that's what's going to happen to this one. Okay. All right, uh, you two guys are the head football coach of my football team. I've opted out of the bowl game. I come to y'all and say, "Hey, coach, I want to be there to support my guys on the sideline." Can I be on the sideline during the game? What you gonna say? Uh, you know what? That's a good one. But I, I, first thing I'm gonna say is I'm gonna look back and see, you know, what kind of player he really was. Was he a team player? Was he? Was, basically, was he a guy in the dressing room? You know, that was already, you know, got along with everybody, not a jerk, uh, and talking. You know, we all see the BBB yeah. concept in, in everybody. Uh, but the fact is, I, I'll make my judgment on that. If he's yeah, a team well, player, got along, I, I maybe would try to understand why he opted out. Uh, but if he's on the other side, I say, no, you don't sit in the stands or watch some TV. <laughs> well, what you gonna do? I, I would say you certainly can be on the sideline, but if you are, you're, you're going to be in uniform. Okay. He says, well, I ain't going to be in point. uniform. I'm not playing. Then you're not. Then you won't be there. Exactly right. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, I don't know. Uh, I guess the problem is, you, you know, there's some kids like a Brock Bowers. You know, he probably should opt out, you know, because he's got the high ankle yeah. sprain. You know, but if you look at each individual case and judge it by then, then you got people saying, wait a minute, he let him do it, but he's not letting me do it. I mean, these coaches now with a transfer portal, whether play them, not play them, redshirt them, how to handle them, stuff like this, they got to deal with all kinds of decisions that, that can have a direct effect on the entire team. Uh, that, that's tough, isn't it, Max? It is, but I, I'll tell you, in my opinion, I think the conference could solve that. Since there's only one-year contracts now, they just rewrite that contract. You know, if you want scholarship, you play for the end of the season. If you need to set a date, set January 30th. Uh, is the date to opt out. Uh, you have to play up there. You know, you may drag around and not start uh, because of your attitude. But, you know, as, you, as Coach said, you, you're uniform when you stand on the sidelines. But I think, in my, my opinion, the conference could solve that problem. Why they don't, why they had stepped up and done that, I don't know. <laughs> Coach, I, I'm going to opt out, but can I go to the bowl? Uh, okay. Uh, Missouri, <laughs> Ohio State. Uh, wow. Max, uh, Missouri's had a great year. Uh, yes, they have. And uh, Ohio State's been good. Uh, what, what do you see there in this game? Well, first of all, Missouri had been there. How long did they, you know, they got, yeah. they got to uh, play the Auburn boy back when they first got in the conference. But, uh, I, you know, that's a bunch of whole you bunch of kids. They brought them in, Dirks, they brought them all in this past year. Uh, they they played extremely well. Uh, the Schaefer kid was probably as good a running back as he was in the country. I like Ohio State. I think they 
they took the play. I know they were down because, look, that's another thing. When you start talking about that committee, Georgia drops from Wood to six. No, I was trying to drops from two to, what, five, I guess. So, you know, you go back and look at the way uh, the committee structured them, and I don't disagree with the top four, but there's two pretty good football teams that did get, probably get a look. And I think they're going to have something to prove in the, in the ball game. I think Georgia handles their situation very well physically, and certainly Ohio State. I, I like Ohio State in that ball game. Yeah, that. Well, I got something from Tim in the mail here, but I, I can't read it, so I'll just wait and <laughs> leave that alone about about uh, Miami and so forth. Um, here's here's the one that uh, I talk around, but I don't I don't like an Alabama Texas game in Houston. <laughs> I don't like it I at all. You you pick, you pick an Alabama, Barry's picking Alabama. I'm yep. picking my nose. Right there on that one, right now. I uh, I right, don't pick anybody yet. I, well, I got you know all picking, and I'm not saying I'm not picking. I, I'm just not picking right now. But if that happens, it's a booger bear. Well, game. that does, but that, I'm okay. Why? I do. I've, I've seen it too many times. It's almost impossible to beat at that level to beat the same team twice in one year because adjustment you got to take. Go back and look at everything you did wrong and everything they did right. Yeah. And, uh, and I think, not, I, regardless of how good Sark's been, uh, good. I think Alabama's got a better. I got. A, I think Alabama's got a better staff from top to bottom. And I think a lot of that, when it comes to practice every day, that that means a lot. Not just what the head guy ain't got, but a week, Max. Huh? Ain't got, but a week. But, but you know what they do, coach? They, they dare that down. They don't expand their playbook. They dare it down to the things they do best. And that's what I think overall from top to bottom. Now I don't look. I don't look for a blowout by any means. I reckon not. A three point game easily. Uh, but Alabama's used to winning those games. I mean, they, how many did they win? Yeah, but every game takes on its own personality. Max, uh, <laughs> lastly, before you go, uh, I talk about Jim Harbaugh. And, uh, he hadn't signed the contract, <laughs> and I, I don't. I don't think he. I heard he didn't even have an agent, so he's probably looking over at himself. Um, Why? If he bolts, uh, a lot of talk about Brian Kelly. Maybe he's not the right fit for LSU. I'm asking you, is Brian Kelly a good fit at LSU? (laughs) And could you see him bolting? I don't know what his buyout is, but uh, could you see him bolting to Michigan if, if Harbaugh left? I don't that buyout situation. You know, he went for ninety five billion. Yeah, he didn't put that for a couple of years. So <laughs> yeah, that's that got to be big, a big old buyout. It is huge. It doubt is huge. I don't know. I you know, I think last year Kelly was really satisfied and really pleased with how everybody adjusted his system and all the kids played well. This year, my opinion, without the quarterback, they'd have been probably a little bit better break even. Uh, they they did the team. Of course, they you know he's done some staff. Uh, he brought some new. Few people in the middle of the season don't just stab. He brought Pete Jenkins back. Pete's 82 years old, but Pete probably knows more about defensive line play than anybody in the country. So that uh, he's done some things that endeared him, I think. But guys, it all but you know, it's bottomed out. Well, happens on Saturday afternoon. You got to win those football games. And he lost, he lost a couple. And I thought that he probably would this year after having been there last year. So I don't know. I mean, I think that's another situation that that certainly that will. He will be entertained by that opportunity probably if that happens. But where he takes it or not, uh, my biggest 
have a way to surface it when it comes to big jobs like that, without a doubt. That's got to yeah. be, yeah, you're right. That's got to be a humongous buyout, right? I mean, you don't yeah. give a guy $95 billion, let him walk for nothing. Uh, so that, right. that people don't, when they start saying these guys are going here and there, they don't even think about that, <laughs> how much uh, money it's going to cost true. you. Uh, get out of there. Hey, Daddy. Max, can, Max, can you be on next Wednesday so I won't have to call you? Yeah. <laughs> be fine, Coach. I'd love to. Okay, Wednesday, yeah. next Wednesday, 7 o'clock. I don't think Barry and I will be off. I hope Monday. Yeah, we're off Monday. Max, uh, real quick, who wins the game Monday? We'll be off, but uh, tell us who wins it. Well, I like Alabama this week. Uh, I really do. And, I, you know, again, I think I think three to six points probably will get it. Over and under will be. Uh, what is it, 40? 44 and a half, 44 and a half. Yeah, see, see, I think it's going to be a close football game, but I think Alabama comes away with a win. I like them. I like them all the way this year. I all really right, do. there we go. All thank right, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Thank you, Max. All right, guys, thank you guys always. All right, uh, we'll get to break here. We'll get back one quick break, and uh, we'll take the top of the hour. We'll get uh, Justin in from Tuscaloosa Toyota. If I know they got any inventory out there. We'll talk to Bill Cameron also in the second hour. You listen to Tide 100.9, is he home? of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things are going pretty good on the roadways this morning. I do see some congestion on Skyland at 69. If you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100. Catch every game and every moment right here. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern for bringing you this 7 o'clock hour. Always remember if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it. You don't want only one choice if you want to build and build it less, and that's Yellowwood. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. Take this top of the hour break. That's the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways. I do see some congestion on Culver Road, US 11 at Malachap Parkway. If you see conditions, give me a call. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles, here's Eddie Garcia. Checking NBA games of note, the Pistons lose to the Nets 118-112. That's 27 consecutive losses for Detroit, the most in a single season in NBA history. Grizzlies edge the Pelicans in New Orleans 116-115 in overtime. Memphis with that win is now 4-0 since star John Morant returned from his suspension. Morant had 31 points in this win. Thunder topped the best team in the West, the Timberwolves 129-106. Pacers over the Rockets 123-117. Trailblazers beat the Kings 130-113. Also wins for the 
Clippers, Magic, Bulls, and Jazz. College football, three bowl games at the Quick Lane Bowl. It was Minnesota over Bowling Green, 30-24. to Running back Darius Taylor had 35 carries for 208 yards and a touchdown for the Golden Gophers. Guaranteed rate bowl. Kansas got six touchdown passes from quarterback Jason Bean in a 49-36 win over UNLV. At the first responder bowl, Texas State a winner over Rice, 45-21. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside Locker Room. Andrew Knifer, he's my all-state insurance agent. Uh, let Andrew become yours. Out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Don't just pay your bill. Know exactly what you got, what you need. He'll look at your current situation. He can run a quote, email it to you. He's done it for me. He takes great care of me. He'll do the same for you. 205-722-9201. Andrew Knifer, All-State Insurance for all your insurance needs. All right, we're going to write to the Andrew Knifer Highline. We're going to talk a little Tuscaloosa Toyota with Justin. Go out here to Skyland Boulevard. Good morning, Justin. How are you, sir? Morning. Man, I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Well, we're good. Last time I talked to you, you guys had sold an enormous amount of cars in the month of December. How many, what are we up to now, uh, Justin, for, for this month? Oh, yeah. So when I left last night, we were at 262 for the month. Excuse me. 262 for the month of the year? No, for the month. No, for the month. That's a, that's around the, that's around, you know, obviously during the year, we normally average somewhere between 250 and 315, but, you know, December's a big month. So, yeah, we're at 262 right now. Wow. How, how do you do that, Justin, to get to 262? How does that even happen? Well, I mean, it's it's it's, it's like I tell you guys, and, and I'll go into it even further, but we, you know, we price our cars to sell, not what we hope to get, not some random number like, say, we trade in a car, mark it up six, seven, eight thousand $8,000. We don't do that. We sell off volume. We want to get customers in and out, get them a great price up front. They can shop us online, and, and we make it easy. So we'll finish this month somewhere around 315 320 and and that's a great that's a great month for us. But it's, a, it's kind of a normal month, Barry, and the reason it happens is is because we sell everything at the best price, and you get in and out of our dealership in a, time, in a timely fashion, so we get a lot of repeat customers, and we do it in a different way, and if you're looking to take advantage of that, you can shop us at TuscaloosaToyota.com where we make everything easy. We sell everything the cheapest. And, and, and when you sell everything the, the cheapest, Barry, that's how you get the big numbers like that. You don't get the big numbers holding people in the dealership all day, hovering over one deal and trying to make the most you can off of it. And, you know, you, you can't move people through. you got to think. If you do the math, 320 and you divide it out by 21 working days, that's moving people through, and it's no different than our service department. Service department, I told y'all, runs 150 to 200 cars through a day, and 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 that's why they're one of the best over there on that side, and that also helps us on our side because when you got a good service department, people want to do business with you. Yeah, no doubt. Well, you need to hire, you need to hire me to to uh, when they get a new car, let me sit inside with them and show them exactly how to work everything on the dashboard. 
look, I've told my wife many times I'd like to have somebody, honestly, like a month like this. Are y'all hiring? Are y'all hiring? Dad needs a job. I think I will. I I have been so busy this month. It has been crazy. And um, I, I think sometimes that that a that a hand would be would be great. Yeah, somebody just, like yeah, you could sell the car and then so and then you bring. Dad. How you turn the lights on? I say you push this button right here. <laughs> you bring Dad That's right. in. And, He'll help you. Well, he could catch him on the front end and the back end. I mean, he could yeah. show him the car while I'm getting everything ready. He could show him the car and then at delivery. While I'm helping the next customer, he could go ahead and be delivering the car for me and hooking everything up. Well, if it, they said, well, what about this? I said, well, I can't help you right now. i got to go somewhere. I'll come back and help you later. And if they're, co- <laughs> if they're happy to be coaching like what he did for me, if they're coaching maybe their para team or whatever, he can draw them up an offense uh, on the piece of paper oh, yeah. while you're waiting on the financing and all that. He's He's got a new offense called – Purple that he wants me to run, but he didn't finish it, uh, Justin. So we got to get the first. Oh, good. I got to look at that too. That's good. Purple's good. <laughs> he would have a game plan about how they could figure out how to, you know, get to where they're going as far as what they need to do, and you know, if they need to use Pandora, he can lay out the game plan. You yeah, know what no, I mean? Yeah, no doubt. What's, what's the hottest selling Toyota right now, Justin? Well, it's always it's always. You know, hottest selling. I mean, that could that could vary, but but the number one selling car in the United States right now, it is the biggest seller in the United States is the Rav Four. It's overtook the market. Actually, it beat the Camry out two years ago, and it's still the number one selling car in the United States. And Camry is right behind it. That's of all makes, all models. The Rav Four is the number one selling car in the United really? States, and the really? Camry's number two. Wow. Yeah, been like that. Been like that for about two years. Camry toted the torch for about nineteen straight years. And now the Rav Fours kind of overtook the uh, overtook the Camry. How about the, on the truck side? If I need a truck, what's the best truck over there you got? Look, you know, last week we sold. Last week we sold thirty eight Tacomas. Wow! Do you realize that that okay? You realize a lot of dealerships in town. Thirty eight and forty and fifty is the number for the whole month. We sold 38 Tacomas last month. That's the number one compact truck by far and away, you know, in in the United States. I mean, it is that truck is immaculate. And now we've got the Tundra, the totally redesigned Tundra. We're on our third year of the redesign. A lot of people don't like to buy in the first year something comes out in 22. I'm driving one right now as a demo. Oh, my goodness. 478 pounds of torque. I mean, horsepower. The, I mean, it, this truck is... It's unbelievable. So the Tundra is catching on to the market and, and, and making up some market share. But the Tacoma is just by far and away just the best in its class. So 38 of those Tacomas we sold last week. Unbelievable. Wow. Uh, see what happens, uh, listeners, when you advertise on Inside the Locker Room. I mean, your business just absolutely explodes, doesn't it, Justin? Well, everybody, everybody needs to, you know, you can learn about more than advertising on here. You can learn how to kill a snake. <laughs> You know, yeah, and uh, you know, you right. can <laughs> you can do it. Hey, it's been great. You guys are awesome, and I appreciate. You can learn how to kill a snake. You can learn whether Travis Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift relationship is hurting the Kansas City Chiefs. We talked oh, about that. Oh, oh. Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah. Hey, Wimp. Hey, Wimp. Yeah. I got one for you. Y'all right. got this new Fox deal where they're at? They're you know they're doing something before I come on where yeah they're telling all the NBA scores and all. The Detroit Pistons have lost. 27 straight games. How is that possible in the NBA? How can you lose? I mean, you are they, are they, have they quit? I mean, NBA professional, you 
I mean, you look at professional football. I mean, a bad team can win on any given day, but how did you lose? They've quit. They've, they've gone. They've gone individual. They've gone individual, and they've quit. And Justin asked me during the break, and he was serious. Don't you just want to lose the next game so you can break the record? Like, who wants to be known as a team that Great lost day. the most games in a row? Where did that come from? Uh, that's the most unbelievable. That's the most unbelievable thing. I, I, I don't know. That's that's crazy. Who's on their hey, roster? I'm trying to look up. Who's on their roster? Are we doing the? Are we doing the bowl? Are we doing the blue plate tomorrow? We got two blue plate. What? What's the deal? Oh, we can do. We can do them both. I don't care. I, I got I, I, the blue plate is, is uh, for this one is uh, uh, take. Uh, Clemson, and I think it's four, four and a half. He just leaked out his other one, though. I picked it. Uh, it's, uh, I yeah. said Tennessee minus seven and a half yeah. against that's, Iowa. That's my two. That's Why my – go ahead. That's Tennessee. Have you, give a, have you give a feel for the Alabama game? Do you have a feel for it? Mm. Hey, I think Alabama wins it in a close one, but, I, yeah, I, don't, I hadn't thought about it that much. Close game, I think it'd be hard. Yeah. Uh, Michigan's going to try to keep the ball as long as they can, shorten the game, right? Mm-hmm. And, and if they can do that, Alabama, you know, the biggest the biggest problem that, that I think people have, uh, not people, but coaches have, is keeping the offensive and defensive line in halfway condition for this game. Right. Because in the fourth quarter, after you've eaten everything you would need you, and you, uh, the conditioning part to me for the big, the big, 300-pound lineman is, can you can keep them conditioned to win for you in the fourth quarter? Right. We'll see. Well, Justin, Justin's been on with us for eight, almost nine minutes. They sold three cars while Justin was on uh, with us this morning. So, <laughs> Justin. I thought I was going to help him in They sold ten cars <laughs> in, ten, in eight minutes since Justin's been on with us. Justin didn't make any commission because he's been talking to us and not selling the album. Oh, he made some commission. You oh, bet your sweet dookie oh, Justin, we appreciate you guys. But, man, we'll, Thank talk, you. we'll talk to you next Wednesday. We'll find out what that number finished the month that we're looking in 300. I looking. Looking forward to it. You guys have a great new year, and uh, okay, look forward we to it will. Week. Thank you. Thank you. you too. Yeah, man. That's a All lot right. of cars, man. If you're working over there doing the financing, <laughs> good lands, Justin. They busy. They're burning some paper over there. All right, we'll take the break. We'll get our main man, Bill Cameron, in with the Auburn Report. You listen to Tide 100.9. Is he home of Alabama Sports? Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partly sunny after some patchy fog today. Chance for light shower overnight today to high near 56. Tonight, mostly cloudy with an overnight low near 31. And for your Thursday, a sunny start. The clouds thicken during the day. It'll be colder with a high of 44. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 35 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Get right up to the Andrew Kniffer Hotline. ESPN 106.7 The Drive down in Auburn, Opelika. They're on every day from 4 until 6 p.m. Joins us every Wednesday, Bill Cameron. Good morning, Bill. How was your Christmas, my man? Uh, hey, great, Barry. I uh, hope everybody's doing well. We're okay. We're good. We're good. Go ahead, Ed. Are you uh, heading to Nashville for the game? 
Yeah, we're heading up tomorrow. It uh, also happens to be my uh, my wife's birthday, so uh, so yeah, we're we're heading up, we're heading up tomorrow and uh, uh, preparing for some uh, for, for some chilly weather. Appears like <laughs> up there. Mm. Talk about uh, what what kind of team is Auburn taking up up, up there? We look, look at Florida State over twenty players that finish the season with them won't be in this bowl game. How is Auburn looking uh, personnel-wise up there, Bill? Well, I mean, the only spot that, that really is a is a concern, well, there are a couple of spots, I guess. I mean, we'd already known that um, DJ James and Nehemiah Pritchett were, uh, weren't going to play as they prepare for the uh, for the NFL draft. Marcus Harris, the same. So you got a couple of starters at cornerback and a defensive lineman out, and the only other player that uh, really – was a factor during the year who won't be playing is Javarius Johnson. Now uh, that's going to be really interesting to see because Auburn only has uh, five scholarship receivers on the roster for the bowl game because they'd had uh, a couple of guys who didn't play much this year and Jair Shorter uh, opting out along with um, uh, Amari Kelly. So, I mean, they've, they're, yeah, I wonder. I wonder how much they're going to try to throw the ball, or if they will just, you know, flex Rivaldo Fairweather, who's been a tight end, just go ahead and put him out there as a, um, you know, as an outside receiver because they just don't have many options there. But the offensive line's intact. I mean, they've got uh, all the running backs are there. So um, the interesting thing is, I mean, there's there's been a little question last week. You know, we're talking about Tua opting out. There's been some rumbling that. That maybe he'll play in the bowl game, and that that could be that could be really interesting because if Auburn doesn't have two of their starting corners, um, you, you wonder how they'd match up. But uh, we're still waiting to find out for sure exactly what the situation there is with uh, Talia. Oh, really? So he, there's a chance he could play now. You're here. Well, yeah. Well, that that was one of the things the uh, um, Mike Loxley was uh, was was talking over the Christmas break and was just saying. You know, he, he could be good to go, and it's like, whoa, what do you mean? Could be good to go. I thought he'd opted out. Yeah, yeah that that would be that that would be quite the uh, uh, quite the surprise. So they've got to be preparing for the the Maryland passing attack, which you know, um, younger Talia, I mean, is the all time leading passer in the history of the Big Ten. What a what an amazing career he's had. Mm. So I guess it's possible. Yeah, I'm looking here. Uh, could have should after Tungler declines bowl game. I don't know. Maybe he maybe he'll change his mind. Maybe. Uh, some NIL money got involved uh, there. What is the latest uh, with Auburn recruiting? I, uh, a guy had a picture yesterday, and I guess it was real. Uh, you never know. Now people can doctor up it. Ryan Williams was working out and had on an Auburn sweatshirt. Uh, what, what are you hearing the latest there with Ryan Williams, a kid from Sarah Land, that's not going to sign until February, who's reclassified, five-star receiver. Uh, is Auburn still in this thing, Bill? Uh, they're 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 doing their best to stay in there. I think Ryan's having uh, as good a time as you can have, um, and and going to keep both fan bases on the edge of their seats all the way up to February ninth. You know, it's going to be crazy. I mean, if he does, and I, there's no reason to expect that he wouldn't wait till his birthday. You know, that's the Friday after sign after the signing period starts. People are going to go crazy when he doesn't sign first thing on Wednesday, or if he doesn't sign on Thursday. I mean, this thing's just going to build and build and build. There hadn't been much drama, you know, for the for the February signing period for the last few years. There sure is this time. I mean, I, most people I talk to still feel like 
yeah, he's going to go to Alabama, but Auburn's sure not giving up. Yeah, well, evidently had on Auburn sweatshirt yesterday working out, so I don't know if he's uh, oh, you know, he's got plenty of apparel. He's got plenty of things he can choose from. It's like he doesn't have to worry about doing the laundry every day. I can tell you that. Yeah, that. Um, switching to basketball for just a minute, Chattanooga on Saturday, uh, Auburn getting ready to, you know, get ready to play in the SEC. I, I looked at their schedule yesterday. They, they're going they're gonna to be pretty good in the SEC. Any, any basketball news that we need to know about? No, not really. I'm, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be – uh, you know, it'll be an eight-day break by the time it's all said and done. And they did move the ball game against Chattanooga. It was going to be a one o'clock game. They moved it back to eight. Now that's not yeah. going to help those of us that are up in Nashville, um, unless you've got a plane. I said, you know, yeah. maybe maybe yeah. some of the, the the big folks, maybe Jimmy and some of the folks can can make it on back for the basketball game at eight o'clock. Yeah. But uh, now things have been going pretty well. I mean, it wasn't the, the prettiest game uh, the last time out, but but man, they just have—they have so many different options, and so many different players that can step up. I still don't feel like they've played, you know, a game where their starting five has all clicked. But they've been able to—they've been able to distribute the minutes, and it doesn't appear that anybody is really, you know, it, no, nobody's pouting because they're not getting thirty minutes a ball game. As a matter of fact, uh, you, you look at guys like Katie Johnson who. Uh, seem to really relish the opportunity when they come in. They know that uh, they're not going to—they're not just going to be yanked if they make a bad play. They're going to get to play their fifteen, twenty minutes, fifteen, somewhere in between fifteen and twenty-five minutes, just about every ball game. And as a result, the—the the thing that that I've been as much impressed by with anything is—is is the passing. This team really doesn't mind making that extra pass. We'll see when we get into conference play, but. I mean, they're averaging close to 20 assists a game, and it's not all just coming from the point guards. Uh, we're talking with Bill Cameron. Bill, back to the uh, state of college football. Uh, we've discussed it at length this morning. Can you imagine? You're Florida State. You go 13-0. Yeah. Uh, you know, your quarterback gets hurt. You get left out. I'm not saying the committee did the wrong thing, but everything – from that selection Sunday has gone wrong uh, for Florida State. You talk about they're still 13-0. They've got over 20 uh, people not playing this bowl game. They're suing the ACC. Uh, there's a lot uh, happening there right now. It's it's a shame, in my opinion, all the negativity surrounding On a team that went 13-0, is that maybe say what's wrong with college football right now with the system that we currently have? Uh, well, it's, it's probably saying it's one of the things that's wrong with college football. I mean, we, we always seem to, uh, you know, get to a point where why weren't we doing this already? I mean, when, when Auburn got left out, when they were unbeaten back in 2004, it's like, well, why, why were we just going with two teams? Why didn't we have four? And uh, now this is a situation where uh, it's definitely a year, you know, it, 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 a year away from what would have solved, you know, all of all of this angst. Sure, there might have been somebody who was number 13 that was upset. But, yes, it just seems to take so long to try to get some things right. And and it is a shame for Florida State. Now, there are not a lot of Auburn fans that are shedding a lot of tears for Florida State. And, and I think a lot of people around the country are going, well, weren't you one of the schools that didn't want to go to 12? Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you had, you had your folks claiming that it didn't need to go to 12 at all. Plus... They've had their chances now that they're wanting to get out of the ACC. They had their opportunity 
to join the SEC years ago, and they didn't like it. They thought they had a better path staying in the ACC. But it still, yeah, it, it still stinks. It's terrible uh, to to be. I mean, I've got a good bit of family being from South Alabama that that went to Florida State, and you know, it hasn't been it hasn't been a wonderful holiday <laughs> season for them. I mean. Um, that's one of those tough things. Just you meet you, you meet up with some of the family you haven't seen, and one of the things you usually talk about is uh, you know is is football and sports, and it's like that's made it uh, a, a little different at some of the holiday gatherings. But yeah, it's it's not fair, it's not right, and now you look at all the players that that they don't have available uh, because they're they're opting out or entering the transfer portal, and um, it makes me. Makes me feel good that I took Georgia in the points just in our play picking contest. Oh, no doubt. All that line uh, continues uh, to move up. Yeah, you think about it. You know, they're they're still sitting there thirteen and zero. Are you excited about the bowl season here? I just think the way college football is now, I want to watch these semifinal games and a few of these SEC teams. But other than that, yep. my interest in the bowls has gone basically to zero. Yeah, sadly, that is the case. I mean, I watched a little of Texas State. Just wanted to see how T.J. Finley was doing last night. But, uh, but, but yes, it is. It's uh, there are just so many of them, and um, unless you know you you want to watch for a particular coach or a couple of players or things like that, it's not it's not the same way it used to be, and and that's a shame. Um, sure, I, I'm in the same situation there, Barry. I want to see how the SEC teams do. And you want to watch the, uh, the the games that that really matter, the semifinals coming up. But these other ones, it's like, oh yeah, I forget sometimes that oh there was one on, uh, and and there've been some teams that were pretty good teams during the year that have been playing. So it is a shame, but I don't know. I don't know that that's ever going to change. Even the the twelve team playoffs just going to make it um, seem even more insignificant for the teams that aren't involved. Yeah. Any word on Robbie Ashford uh, in, in his transfer situation? Uh, there been there been a couple of hints about uh, places that that he's transferring. I tell you what, today is going to be really interesting. I I you know we talked about this with that um, the the overturning of the TRO and it appearing that um, that it looks like that that's not going to be a case. I thought it was interesting that the NCAA last week just went ahead and said, all right, anybody who's entering the transfer portal during this school year is going to be eligible to play next year. So Robbie at least knows that he's not going to have to step back a division to be playing, but he still wants to be a quarterback. So we're just looking to see, you know, what, uh, what different schools he's going to visit here. Um, there's, there's been some, you know, talk about uh, possibly South Carolina, um, and, and that would be interesting, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still waiting to see these kids. Nobody can visit anywhere until next weekend. The transfers can start visiting again next week. And I know Auburn's hoping to have a couple of guys in because they'd like to add another player or two before the start of the spring semester. So, um, uh, I'm just, I'm just waiting to see what schools he visits and where he'll wind up because, he really wants to stay at quarterback. Yeah. No. Um, I don't really have anything else. Anything on the baseball front that we need to know a little bit early? No, I, hadn't really, I mean, there hadn't been much. I know they're about to have the uh, the preseason banquets coming up. Got the invitation to that. Sort of looking forward to getting there and being able to meet the team. I mean, um, 
biggest problem I think the Butch has right now is just cutting the roster down. They've got a little over 40 players, and they got to get it down uh, here before the start of the season. So um, it looks like everybody everybody made it through the fall pretty much on schedule. Joseph Gonzalez, that's been the, the main thing, is the guy who was one of the better pitchers in the SEC year before last and only threw five innings a year ago. He's on track to start opening day, so that's the main thing for them right now. They just want to keep bringing him along. He's throwing um, at least once a week and just going ahead and try to you know, try to make sure that he's full go when the season gets started. Bill, do you know one uh, Auburn fan that's pulling for Alabama on Monday? You know anybody? Uh, not off the top of my head, Barry. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I was trying to think. I had to think there for a couple of minutes. Uh there are an awful lot of Auburn fans that that aren't huge Jim Harbaugh fans, but I still haven't heard haven't heard anybody saying, "Oh yeah, they're they're, they're going to be pulling for him against Michigan." Yeah, he's not that bad that where we're going flipping to uh, pull for Alabama. Uh, well, I mean, I think most most Auburn most Auburn fans feel like, look, Harbaugh will find a way to lose. Just uh, you know, maybe maybe not the first game. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. When did when did they leave? are they going to Nashville early or what, what's the deal there? They they met there yesterday and they're practicing today. As a matter of oh, fact, they just, the, uh, the team, team just gets, met there yesterday, so they gave them all mileage yeah. to get there. Right, right. Now that's, that's a good that's, deal. That's always been a good thing because you, yeah. know, you pile pile as many guys in a car as you can. You all get mileage, so you can yeah. you can make a little money. Yeah. So it's not as you know. I mean, even though they're getting the NIL, that's always been a good deal for ball. Oh yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they practice today. As a matter of fact, there's a, a viewing window. We're not going to make it up today. Um, my wife is is working through today, and then we're heading up tomorrow. But yeah, all the all the fun stuff gets started uh, this this afternoon and this evening. And uh, um, you know we'll 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 see Auburn Auburn looking to you know sort of break out of a uh, out of a slump here. It's been a while. Auburn hadn't won a bowl game since 2018, and uh, uh, you know I, I know these games on the on the whole don't mean that much, but I think for Auburn it does because they haven't won a bowl game in a while and they're trying to avoid a third straight losing season. Lose this ball game. You got three straight years of, of losing season. Man, I think you're gonna enjoy Nashville. You're a country music guy. You can find you one of those country bars there on Second uh, Avenue and have you a good old time down there for your wife's birthday. Should oh there's, be, there's plenty with... of music. Yeah. I tell you what, yeah, we were we were up there for a convention earlier this year and I've been there a couple of times. I mean it's it's a great city. It really is. I'm just hoping it's uh, – I was looking at the forecast. There's a chance of snow as we head in there Ooh. tomorrow and then uh, snow turning to rain on Friday. I'm just hoping by Saturday that the uh, the weather's not too bad. It's going to be pretty chilly. No, it's, it's, a, it's a great place. It's a great fun, great music. Yeah, I think uh, I think they've got a big deal going on Friday night at the Wild Horse, so uh, – so we'll, we'll see. We'll see what kind of shape everybody's in come Saturday. <laughs> Bill, we appreciate it. Thanks, Safe Bill. travels up to uh, Nashville, and uh, we look forward to visiting with you again next week and breaking it all down. Outstanding. Uh, Happy New Year, guys. Thank you, Bill. Right. You too. Thank you. All right. There's Bill, Bill Cameron, ESPN 106.7, well, The Drive. Just uh, everybody, towards tomorrow, we'll have a good show, but uh, guess what? Uh, we, I guess got uh, Doug Bell switched on till Friday. He can really tell us exactly, He's give us the line. all the games for the weekend. <laughs> oh, boy. He's going to be on 8.15 on Friday. I saw Just Doug to uh, hitting a drive. <laughs> yeah, he he videoed his drive. Yeah, I know, yeah. He he needs to pick a new drive. I think he shanked it in the woods. Well, I was looking 
for I was looking for somebody for Friday. I thought I'm gonna just get Doug back away. He can't, he can't be on Monday. Yeah, so we'll go. get him on Friday. All right, let's tell me about Bob Prince and Prince, a Glover and Hayes. Had an accident. Accident could have been avoided. Um, not an accident, just pure meanness. Um, one of those two. Prince Glover and Hayes can represent you in a way that will help you out. Three four five one two three four. They have been very successful in what they have done over the years. They not only represent people in the Tuscaloosa and Alabama area, in the state of Alabama, they represent a lot of people in the southeast. You visit with them on the telephone. You go over the problem that you have. Um, they have you come in to 701 Rice Mine Road, and you visit with them in person. And then if needed, uh, they go out and they do a really good job of representing you and helping you get what you deserve. Prince Glover Nays, 345-1234. PrinceLaw.net is the website. I always remember, if they don't win, you don't pay. Yes, the Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways. I do see some congestion on Culver Road, US 11 at Malachap Parkway. If you see conditions, give me a call. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Don't the flagship station for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Wayne's Pest Control served over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 19. 19- 73, let the great folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. 866-WAYNES-1 and get $60 off your initial pest control service if you tell them you heard it on inside the locker room. All right, right to the Wayne's hotline. Get Joe in. Good morning, Joe. Morning. What's Did up? You see the res- Did, hey, did you see the results? Of the Vandy Memphis game Saturday, uh, I saw it was a two point game, correct? And Vandy missed a three off the front of the rim to win the game at Memphis. And Memphis had their big boy from Kansas State. That was his first game. You know, the one they kicked off the team that carried him through the tournament last year. He had, I think, he played. 14 minutes or 12 minutes, had eight points and about three or four rebounds, a couple of assists. My point is this. Did you see Brockatology Tuesday? I looked at it. I just looked at where Alabama was a sixth seed, uh, but I didn't study it to be right. quite so early. Did you see how many teams from the SEC are in it right now by the computers and by the numbers? I did not count them. No, how many? We were number one. We had nine teams. I know South Carolina was either last four out or last four in. They were, and that, that was a little bit shocking to me. Uh, they win the bye. Them and Florida, and uh, we had three teams of the four that didn't have to play the 
the play-in game. Gotcha. We didn't have anybody in the play-in game. Now, the only reason why I'm saying this is because I've been listening to Wimp Sanderson talking about the upcoming SEC basketball season, and he don't think the SEC is that good. And of course, time will tell. But right now, the computers and the numbers are saying otherwise. We're going to have a lot of 500 teams this year. About eight or nine, looks like. You agree? Yeah. If that's true. Yeah. Hello? Are you there? Go ahead. No, I don't think I'm on. I hadn't, hadn't you are I've now. said something 15 You're, friggin' times. No, we hadn't heard you. We got you now. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know what I said. I just said that <laughs> Alabama and, and uh, Kentucky will go fourteen four. Is what I said. I don't know. I don't. You know. I, I don't think you. I don't think you can say nine teams before the cotton picking season ever starts. I wouldn't. But that's that's up to you. Um, they've got they've got uh, they've got six good teams and they've got eight that I don't, I'm not sure about. Of those eight, somebody will be better than I think. Uh, South Carolina's already won a bunch. Ole Miss, I already said, is going to be better than they've been in a long time. So they might, they might be, they might be. I don't know. I don't think they'll be nine. Maybe they will be. I don't. Know. Joe called back. Somehow we got you. Uh, we lost you there. I never uh, was. I, I never. Whatever. Uh, anyway, so Joe is thinking. I guess he's thinking it's a. Going to be a better year than you're thinking. It's going to be with the SEC if you got. Oh, I think nine. it's going to be a good year. I think six is a lot to get in the league, get in. But I don't think it's going to be a good. I don't know that it's going. I, I think the bottom of it. I think the bottom of it is is a bottom. I think I think Georgia and LSU and and Vanderbilt are three bottom teams. Uh, I guess that's not bad out of, out of fourteen teams in the league. Yeah, Joe, you back with us? Yeah. Go ahead. The thing that you know. Everybody's played all their preseason games except for this last one this weekend. So that's that's kind of that kind of catches my eye, don't it? Well, I, I, you weren't hearing me, but Vanderbilt's going to be last in the league. It doesn't really matter. Vanderbilt, LSU, and Georgia are the three worst ones. Um, I, yeah. I thought South Carolina might be, it may not be, but that's not bad to have three bad teams out of fourteen teams in the league. Georgia will be some occasionally, but Vanderbilt will be last, and LSU will be next to them. Okay. Uh, the first, the first will be there'll be six good teams that I think are good teams, and there'll be eight that I'm not. I don't know. I don't know if they're good or bad or another above, but there'll be somebody in those eight that are better than I think they are, and there'll be somebody worse in the top six that are worse than I think they are. Yeah, I uh, didn't the media the pick, they pick Texas A&M very high. They're eight, currently yeah. eight and four uh, yeah. right now. So uh, now they yeah. not to say but they they've played, a, they've played a yeah lot tougher schedule than sure. Alabama. Alabama has an excellent ex- excellent schedule if you study it as far as away and home. They really do. It's, they've got a good schedule. Uh, they have to play Tennessee twice and Florida twice. Florida's no good. Tennessee is. Uh, the, the one that got the break uh, in the two added was Auburn. They get Vanderbilt twice, and I forget who else twice. I can't remember. I got it written yeah. down here somewhere. But uh, Barry, when's the last last time you looked at Ken Palm? Did SEC have about seven in the top fifty? I hadn't looked at it. I hadn't looked at it here recently. I did, you know, I hadn't bracketology, and cause I was just curious with Alabama's record at seven and five, but with that schedule where they seeded. 
and they had them high yeah. six, which was a little bit shocking, maybe with their record. But if Alabama were to if Alabama were to be on the bubble about getting in, they're not going to be. But if they were to be, the schedule pull them over the top. Yeah, There's no doubt about that. When you know they need to win their home games in the SEC and split the they're going to go fourteen four in the league. Where they're going really? Yeah, I just say that. I don't think you listen sometimes. Well, you never said fourteen and four I, until now. Three times, said, three times I've said fourteen and four. I, I said it this morning before we got on. It was Joe. I don't remember you saying fourteen You're asleep. and four. Fourteen four. He'll fourteen say, and four, say and Kentucky's yet. fourteen and four, uh, and Alabama's going to be fourteen and four. Yeah. See, Barry, if I hadn't have made this phone call, we wouldn't have got those predictions. Well, you would have called, uh, I'm sorry, three times said, he, he hadn't said 14. When I, when I say 14, when I, when I do the opening of the show, he doesn't listen. No, he doesn't. If I, he'll say something <laughs> yesterday, and then, like, we, it's a he new day. Listen. So he I does not up, listen to what I say. About, um, when I open up the Ole show, Miss he football. never listens when I open up the show. I bring up Ole Miss football recruitment. It's because he said they got the guy yesterday, like, we can't say it today. I was just basically saying that. Pete Golding is doing a pretty good job recruiting. If you, get the, number, if you get the number one transfer from Texas, well, Justin, Justin may not listen. To me, but I've said fourteen and four three Justin, times. Justin, you heard him say fourteen and four. I have yeah. not heard him say that. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah. well, hey, Wimp, I appreciate you getting out there on that limb. He also said, "Why, why is that a limb?" He also said, they "Fourteen were and four. If you think you think Kentucky's going to go undefeated in the league, no." He also said they were going to go nine and three in football, Joe. Yeah, reason why I'm saying you're out there on a limb is because you got three teams out there, not one, not two, but three. Well, you're but you're calling up the first thing you're bragging about is Vanderbilt playing Memphis to a two point game, and Vanderbilt's lost four cotton picking home games. That's right. Well, well anybody, why you? Why would you? Well, so, so you mean? My, my so you're, te- so you're telling you're telling me and the audience that Vanderbilt is good? No, I'm not saying they're good. I have been to that arena all my life. You, all it's, the road it's games. a different cotton picking arena. John, I have gone to Nashville more no. than anywhere else on the road. <laughs> it ain't and like it used to be. That's a, that's a point I've been trying to make to you. It's yeah, not like it, it used, used to, to be. be. They just got beat. It's got beat by Western Carolina at home by one point. Hey, Come Joe, on, Joe. Joe, is Alabama going to win at Tennessee this year in basketball? They got a chance, too. No. 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 Is Alabama going to win at Auburn? No. Is Alabama going to win at Kentucky? No. Is Alabama going to win at Ole Miss? Mm, that's going to be a close one. If I had to pick one right now. So that's the four. Man. I said fourteen and four. So then, if it, that's the four, then they can't lose another game. So they so got, what? That's it. So what? Okay. They, they can go have, either way. I mean, you could it could be fifteen. Hey. It could be fifteen three. It could be it could be uh, thirteen five. But somewhere in the neighborhood of fourteen four is where it's going to be. I hadn't said it, but three times on the show, and Barry doesn't listen. Justin didn't hear it either. That's all fine. I'm Justin doesn't listen either. The, I'm going to say it for the record. Yeah. Bandy will probably beat two teams at home this year that they had no business beat. Okay. I'm a, I tell you what I'm going to do for the record. Vanderbilt is going to be last next to LSU. Well, that, that's not a hard pick. Well, uh, no, but you're calling me, telling me that you want to brag on uh, Vanderbilt because they got play a two-point game against Memphis. So no, what? I, you're I, talking I about the depth of the league. Were, you're talking about the depth of the well, league. I just saw what they're capable of. Oh, well, what they is that? Took a top, 
top. When you, when you play, play top. let me tell you something. When you play 28 basketball games, every now and then you're capable of doing something you hadn't been doing. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. I've rode back from Nashville a lot of nights beat when we shouldn't have been beat. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Tell him, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Hey, thank y'all. All right, uh, we get the break. I hadn't heard it. Justin, have you heard him say 14? Other than that phone call. Joe, he, Justin just texted me and said he had. Has you heard the word 14 and 4? I, I even talked about Tennessee. Uh, I, I even talked about them being 14 and 4. You don't listen to what I say. I don't know what you do, but you, because you don't listen. Can you? Because if you, you say. You never listen to you, anything I say. If you say something he said three days ago, he said, well, I already said that three days uh, ago. No, you just three don't pay. You, you don't pay attention because you got things or other things to do, whatever you're doing. Justin, have you heard it? 14 and 4. I don't what was uh, just, I don't, Are you going to let him answer the question or not? Justin. 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 <laughs> No. I've not had my listening ears on. I'll so admit you that. Thank you. Well, why would you text me and tell me you had? He didn't text you. See, you think well, you I got te- the cotton picking text right here. It's not from this, Justin. You get texts from people and you think it's people that it's, it's not. It's not that Justin. There's a lot it of Justins it. in the world. No, it's it a tied 100 point. It well, it's Justin. not this, Justin. It is Justin. It's not this, Justin, that Take we're talking to. Here's a Tide 100.9 as he home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways. I do see some congestion on Culver Road, US 11 at Malachap Parkway. If you see conditions, give me a call. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody, it's Gary Harris. We're back on the radio this week after taking Monday off for Christmas and coming up on the Wednesday edition of the program. We're really going to start diving into Alabama versus Michigan in that college football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl. So plenty of Alabama football talk coming up on Wednesday's edition of the Gary Harris Show. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partly sunny after some patchy fog today. Chance for light shower overnight today to high near 56. Tonight, mostly cloudy with an overnight low near 31. And for your Thursday, a sunny start. The clouds thicken during the day. It'll be colder with a high of 45. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside Locker. I got about four or five minutes. We got Digger and Tom holding. Here we go to Digger uh, first. Good morning, Digger. How are you? Hey, Digger. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can we agree that Joe needs a tutor when he makes his phone call? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I say play the tape again. I think we upset it. Yeah. 14 and 4. Did he? Thank, you. Pred- Thank you, Digger. Real quick. He also you said Justin just texting me. he didn't. Here. Do what? Y'all know about Ole Miss? What about Chris him? Beard, the disciple yeah. of Bobby Knight? Yes. I'm telling you, I watched him play. I think he has him ready to go. 
SEC title. Thank you very much. That's my prediction. SEC title? No. No. Yes. They will beat Kentucky. Well, that's, well, that's, that's not the SEC beat. title. Yeah, you got to win. Uh, well, you got to get there, right? According to Dad, you got to win 15 games if you're going to beat Alabama. You got to be 15 and 3 to win the SEC title. And you ain't going to Somebody tell Joe SEC's not that good this year. It's the Big 12, number one conference in basketball. Big Let's title. go. I ain't telling him that because I don't know. Thank you, Digger. All right, back to the uh, Alabama One hotline. Oh, not Alabama One. Yep, get Tom in. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Tom. Hey, hey Coach. How are y'all? Good. Good, Tom. I, I heard I heard Coach say uh, 14 and 4 at eight minutes after seven. Thank yeah. you very much, Tom. Appreciate it. He doesn't he done live. Tom was on hold, and then he, he hung up on us. Well, I had, I had a little thing coming up, and I uh, – <laughs> Uh, and I forgot Thanks, about Tom. it, and I didn't want to get in trouble. You know hey, what I mean? Not, Thanks, Tom. Tom. Appreciate it. Thank you. Well, but that did happen. But, but I you know, knew Tom uh, would agree with you. Well, look, well Tom well, agreed because I did it. Tom ain't going to call I, up and tell a story. No. I, and you know what? I'm a trained listener. How many yeah, and he, and he, he, he accuses you of telling he, he tell a story. Barry does. I, I'm not a trained talker. I'm a trained listener. He also said and Justin I, just texted him. Justin, yeah, uh, Justin from Toyota. Justin Jones, he said, but it was not Justin. Jones. I don't care who texted me. I said it twice. I had looked yeah. at the schedule, and the I thought that thing I, is, whoever, whoever the Justin was that texted in, <laughs> he got it right about how many times he said it. Doesn't matter what his last name is. Yeah, but you don't want credit for a text you didn't send, Tom. Well, you just have to work through and find out exactly who sent it. Then everything will be okay. Well, Tom's on the right track, and Tom stays on the right track. There you go. Thank you, Coach. Uh, you know what? You made my day. I'll call you all tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tom. <laughs> all right, see you. All right, that's it for today's show. All right, good. Uh, all right. Let, me, let me drop him. All right, I just got rid of him. Um like if I say something, he said three. I said that three days ago. Well, yeah, it's three days ago. We got another people listening, and I wanted to talk about Pete Golden this morning recruiting. So, all right, the Gary Harris show is next. Uh, where Gary is? Gary coming in the studio this morning? There's not. All right, uh, but Gary will be ready to roll. Also, you got uh, the Miller's Edge from eleven to twelve. Big noon sports from twelve to two. Ryan Fowler, he beat the team out there. Ryan's out in uh, Pasadena, and he'll give you the latest on what uh, is going on with Alabama and Michigan. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody.